Cinebuds is supported by Associated Bank. Cinebuds, Cinebuds, two buddies talking about cinema. Hey, 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 hey. Oh, boy. Two Buds. Mm-hmm. I'm 889's Justin Barney. I'm Milwaukee Films' Christopher Ballard. And this is Cinebuds. Welcome. Welcome. Today we are talking about widows. This is about my life. This is about my life. And because it's about my life, it now becomes about yours. <laughs> widows is a movie that is directed by Steve McQueen. Yes. It has an ensemble cast. Yeah, a lot, so. lot of of people in this movie, including Viola Davis mm-hmm. is kind of the lead. Absolutely. And uh, Michelle Rodriguez, Elise, Elizabeth Dubicki. Mm-hmm. Those are kind of the three yeah. leads. And then the three widows. Yes. The titular widows. Yes. Liam Neeson is <laughs> in it. Um, Daniel Kaluuya. Daniel Kaluuya. From Get Out and... Uh, Black Panther. Yes. There's a lot of good people in this movie. It's a great cast. And the movie itself is, it's kind of a non-traditional heist. Yeah. And so the premise is, it takes place in Chicago, which I loved. Yeah. And uh, the it's called Widows because the, the husbands of these three wives are involved in a heist yeah. at the beginning of the movie. And a heist gone wrong. I'm not spoiling anything right. there. Yeah. And then they are left to kind of pick up the pieces of what their husbands had been doing. And it shows the, unlike a lot of other heist movies that are pure fantasy, (laughs) this showed the reality of what a heist would be. Yes. What did you think, Kevali? I thought it was great. Um, Steve McQueen is an amazing director, and I really like all of his films. He has... Just he has incredible style. He has a very originality. His first two movies, Shame and Hunger, are intense and mm-hmm. impressive movies on a slightly smaller scale. Like they focus on one or two characters, um, and then they move on to he moves on to Twelve Years a Slave, which is a much obvious similar to Widows in the sense of big bigger cast, bigger scope, bigger subject matter. Um, does incredibly well with that one. Um, he just has, he just seems to have like integrity in what he does. He doesn't go the traditional route. Um, and, uh, yeah, he, he usually just comes off with really solid films. And so you liked it. I liked it. I liked it. I did not love it. Yeah. I didn't leave the theater thinking that was great. Yeah. However, I did like it. Yeah. <laughs> because, because it detaches itself from the fantasy of normal heist movies. Yeah. But sometimes that can be the fun of a heist movie, of like an Ocean's 13 where it's like, or whatever it is, yeah. where it's it's pure fantasy. Right. This did show the reality of it. And this is like the heist movie that I have been wanting to see. Sure. It, because it shows the real repercussions yeah. of what it is, of of being a criminal. I do love it when you take a movie, like a traditional movie that would have certain elements in it. You're like, okay, but what would happen in real life if this happened? And what what this movie is, and what are the things that could affect it? Um, And that is the that's that's the main reason. Besides the cast, the cast is astounding. Mm -hmm. The besides the guys, that's the main reason to see this movie is just to take that kind of uh, genre and flip it on its ear a little bit. Um, I. I do. Here's the thing. I hesitate to even say this because I feel like it comes across weird, but I did like this movie a lot. 
The mm-hmm. only hesitation I have is because I like Steve McQueen's other movies so much that I feel like it raised my expectations yeah, to a sure. degree that probably aren't reasonable. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I was like expecting touch extra. However, there was a lot extra. It just wasn't the, what I don't know what I was thinking. Generally, though, I definitely think this is an exceptional film. And I point out a particular scene where there's a conversation being had in a car where they go to like literally my favorite scene. It is really good. Yeah. They go from the poor side of town to our rich side of town in what is essentially two minutes. Like it's a scene where you see the whole drive and you realize the disparity between the, the town and they never show the people talking. They film only from the outside of the car so you can see the neighborhood and you hear this really just upsetting conversation inside uh, it's re- that's the that's the kind of thing I expected from the whole film, which I think is po- possibly unreasonable on my part. <laughs> and uh, and uh, I love that you pointed that out because that was my favorite part where I was like, here is Steve McQueen. Yeah, here is him doing what he does. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I I felt like he only did that in parts of this movie, and uh, this movie like was the kind of action movie that I wanted to see, but there was something about it that still it felt just a little short. There was a little too much going on you didn't get a little you didn't get enough of all the characters and uh, it to me it wasn't super satisfying in the end i did like it yeah i i i am glad that i saw it i i like that it was that this kind of movie was made yeah yeah i was like this is what i've been waiting for <laughs> but still somehow i fell short i think it's a similar thing where your expectations get to a level Possibly. where it can't be met but what the more i think about the movie the more i appreciate it and i uh, i want to point out elizabeth debicki who I don't know. I don't know what else she's been in. I think she's a semi newcomer. Yeah, and she was a stand. Her and Viola Davis, who's always incredibly. And strong. there was twists and there was turns. There were moments in the theater where I said, "What?" Oh, there was audi- oh, audible wow. gasping in my theater <laughs> yes. too. Yeah. No, I think it's. I think it's definitely an impressive movie. Uh, if you don't have the baggage we have, you might. I think you'll go into. <laughs> I think you'll go into it and really come out impressed. All right, uh, Widows is yeah. the movie directed by Steve McQueen. When we get back, we're going to be talking more about Steve McQueen and uh, more about this movie. Support for Cinebuds comes from your membership and Associated Bank, proud supporter of Milwaukee Film, offering support year-round through Milwaukee Film Checking. More about Associated Bank's commitment to Milwaukee Film at associatedbank.com slash mkefilm. Member FDIC. Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and to Milwaukee. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out our donor benefits and the thank you gifts you can get to show off your 88.9 pride. And we're back, and we're back, and we're back, and we're back. Boy, is that from something? Yeah, it's from Chance the Rapper. Oh, that's right. I think we've done this Ah, before. Um, (laughs) Do you want to go into spoily dish, or do you not want to spoil it? Uh, let's not spoil it. I think we can talk about... I think we can, too. Listen, there guys. There is so much that happened in this movie. <laughs> we may accidentally spoil or roughly spoil things, mm-hmm. so just heads up, but we're going to try to avoid it. So let's start with uh, let's start with the head, Steve McQueen. We talked yeah. we talked about him just a little bit in uh, the, the shorter conversation. Um, what else... What, what did you think of Steve McQueen in this um, movie? I, I I liked what he did. I mean, I I understood. So I was talking about my expectations for him right. were too high. The more I think about the movie, the more I understand why it was like. I don't want to say this movie was straightforwardly filmed. 
there were a lot of moments of like style, uh, like style in it that I that I really appreciated. We talked about already the scene in the car driving from one Mm -hmm. part of town to the other. And there were a few moments like that. But I am understanding like in a movie like this where the plot and the characters are the most important that kind of style can kind of fall away a little bit. So you can just practically show what's already on the screen, which is a great script and great performances. So I get it. I get why it was done. I think when I went into it, I expected his early, his two early films, which are a lot more stylized. Yeah. And they were a lot more spare. See, this is a very different movie. It's had a lot of characters and a, and a lot going on. And the first two movies are very much not that. There's like focused in. So I get I get why the adjustment was made. There was a lot going on in this movie. Um, there was a lot of actors. Yeah, a lot of people. Um, Viola Davis. Is, she is the head. Yeah. Uh, I thought that she was excellent. She's always so good. She's always good. Yeah. She is the. There's like a main bad guy yeah and she is um his wife and she is left to uh, it's like it's on her to complete this yeah liam neeson is her her husband in it right yeah and so uh, um it's up to her to complete it and uh, she like really picks up the pieces does a great job other actors are people that did a great job you talked about Elizabeth Debicki. Elizabeth Debicki. She's yeah, great. she's so good, and it's so interesting. I have never seen her before. I haven't either. And her character starts off as just this sort of like you think she's going to be this shallow, sort of like taken care of wife yes. uh, that has like one dimension, and she you see her character develop. I think more than any other. I totally agree. Yeah, yeah, it's really nice. She does a great job. Uh, Daniel Kaluuya has started he plays a good villain. Oh my god. He, Daniel Kalu, I like after this movie, I think that he did the, the most outstanding job as yeah. an actor. There was this scene where you the just see alley? Daniel Kaluuya's eyes. No oh, okay. At the basketball court. <laughs> okay, yeah. Where he just says so much without saying anything. Yeah. He's just looking at a person yeah. and you're like, oh <laughs> oh yeah. He oh I forgot about that. Yeah, the basketball <laughs> yeah. court and the bowling alley. Two he hates sports. Oh yeah. Just, Don't get him yeah. in any sports arena. No. He gets very mad. He was outstanding. And also Brian Tyree Henry. Yeah, he was really good. Who too. I first saw him in Atlanta, the series. Oh, he I plays Paperboy. And I was like, oh, man, I really like this guy. And he has been in a couple of things uh, after that. And every time I see this guy on, on the screen, I am like, I I really, really like him yeah. and whatever he does. Yeah. He was great. Yeah. The, it was great. Michelle Rodriguez was also good. I feel like she was sort of underused. Like, she, I mean, again, there's so many characters. I'm sure that it was like I know, right? a practical reason it was done. And it didn't take away. It was just Michelle Rodriguez- she was solid, but she wasn't didn't have a lot in it. Mm. Really focuses, I think, and effectively on Viola Davis's character and Elizabeth Debicki in that in that storyline, which is the main storyline. There's also this political kind of race happening with uh, Brian Tyree was it Brian Tyree Davis, is yes, it? and uh, Colin Farrell. That's going on, and they all interweave. Right. They all connect and affect the other kind of plot lines, mm-hmm. which is really really well crafted. And it also kind of shows this kind of unfortunate underworld to uh, not not just the crime world, but political world, the community in Chicago and all this other stuff. All these dominoes that kind of affect each other. Mm -hmm. That's, I think, the the most solid thing about that movie is the impressive collection of things that affect one another and how all these actors pull it off. 
And being a heist film that that was uh, seated in reality yeah. was something that I, I really enjoyed seeing, that yeah. it wasn't the fantasy right. aspect of it. I mean, they still have elements that are like big blow up car blows yeah. up and cuts there are in definitely half. like the yeah. first five minutes of that. I was like, wow, yeah. there's a lot of production. And even, even if the things that are a little over the top, they make at least an economical attempt to address <laughs> it because somebody said, I think you used too, too many explosives. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, clearly you did. <laughs> Do you have a favorite heist movie? <clears throat> um, a fish called Wanda. Oh Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God! Talk about turning it on Zier. It's a great heist, like it's because it's not realistic. It's a comedy uh, with John Cleese, Michael Palin, Jamie Lee Curtis, and it is so funny. It's like a classic comedy, uh, but it is all about a heist, and it's ridiculous. I think the comedy heist is the way to go when you're doing a heist movie. Yeah, it's a because solid way to go. I don't, I, I don't like any of the other heist movies because they are complete fantasy. Sure. I mean, it is, it's like going into doing something like that. Yeah, and it's super over the top. It's super I over like, the top. I mean, but I think that's why people like them. And I, I think I, that is why yeah. people like them. And I think that's might be why a bit of this fell short for me because it was realistic and it yeah. showed, you know, the, the other side of those movies. But still there's a, a large part of it where I thought, how many heists actually happen in the world yeah. ever? I was like... It's just such an unreasonable thing for a person <laughs> that is like smart and uh, to to go and to put that level it. it's of unreasonable. Planning. It's unreasonable. Guys, let's be reasonable <laughs> with your heists. I, I really and, and like he draws all of it out and he's like he's an old school guy and he's, he's yeah. got everything planted on paper. Yeah. For be, for it being grounded in reality, it was still unreasonable. Sure. Yeah. And let me tell you, Justin Barney hates <laughs> when people are unreasonable. <laughs> I need reason. <laughs> yeah. uh, going back to comedy heist movies, Bottle Rocket also. Oh, God. Here's, you know what? And this is an interesting point, which is maybe not quite similar to Steve McQueen yet. But when directors make these, when they first start out, and they make these movies with within the means that they have. Yeah. And then they become huge, like Wes Anderson. Bottle, there will never be another bottle rocket from him because he doesn't have to. Yeah. He, I would like to believe if I was of that caliber and I did that, I would choose to, like, I'm only going to give myself. <laughs> oh, how noble. Yeah. Polly. Well, I don't think it's noble. I think it's a challenge. Well, yeah, that's noble. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> well, uh, uh, yes. I, I am noble. Let's, if, I, if I get one thing across, nobility. <laughs> But I would love the idea of these directors being challenged and saying, I'm only going to use a million dollars or $500,000, whatever I use in my first movie, and just have to be as creative as I was in that first movie. Uh-huh. And because, I mean, Bottle Rocket is astounding and I yeah, think better yeah. than some of his later movies. But I see that with directors who they do a great job. Yorgos Lanthimos, who did The Lobster, oh, yeah. uh, he's, he's one called The Favorite coming out soon. I can't wait. This has not happened to him yet. But his early movies, uh, which are uh, The Alps and um, Dogtooth. I was like, is he ever going to go back to a film in Greece with... But what is the point of doing that if you're a director? To go, to say... Because you've already done that. You, you know, have, As an artist, yeah. you want to do something new. Well, and that's You want to use means that you haven't had. Why, go? Yeah. Why if you have all the, these things, go back and be like, I'm going to prove what I already proved? Well, that's true, except 
they do, say, why would you do it again? They already, when they have the means, they do it over and over again. So yeah. like Wes Anderson, again, great example. He now has the means. He's had them for a while. Yeah. He does the same. I mean, again, I don't dislike his movies. There's been one or two where I'm not a big fan of, but he does the same scale every time now. Mm-hmm. It's not like he, it's not like he goes back and forth. So you get that level. Why do why do what you already? I mean, why do yeah. what you already do now? Like he's he's doing, like ask him that question now. But I think that he <laughs> is like adding. You know, I think he is adding on and taking on a new diff, a new. I don't know. Doing I sc- something different. I mean, in we, each one. I strongly disagree. I, maybe I maybe <laughs> I'm just like tied to like musicians who I, I hate when they're like, let's go back and do the hit. You know? Oh, I don't even but want him to do a hit. I just like want similar. them to challenge themselves and do something different. Wes Anderson, as much as I enjoy, but it's not his doing movies, something different. It's doing something that they already did. But he's currently. That's what I'm saying. He's currently doing what he already did. He's yeah. done it like seven times. But wouldn't you? He's say done Bottle that? Rocket and like but Rushmore you... a couple times, and then he moved on. He got he got money and and resources. Now he does the same thing over and over again. He does it on that scale every time. So mm-hmm. he is doing that. My thinking is that that's not as much of a challenge as let's take away your resources and now see if you can still be as creative. I think it's great, like uh, on a much smaller scale. Uh, very noble, very noble. Um, <laughs> like trying for drawing and whatnot. Like if I uh, uh, this, I know this one thing works. Like oh, uh-huh. I made this picture and people like it and they they buy it. Then it's fun to go back and like I, I used to do collage. This is a really self indulgent uh, portion, yeah, but it's the it. only only <laughs> example I have in my head. And now I'm trying to do collage again, which I did when I before I could draw before I knew I drew. Uh-huh. So and it's it's challenging and it's but it's really fun to go back and go. Oh, now I'm going to try this different thing, mm. even though I could probably do this and it would do okay. God, this is. Let's cut all this out. I feel no, like no, we I'm need a, this. Feel like a total maniac, but you know what I'm saying is that I once you have resources, mm-hmm. you you have too many options. Mm-hmm. So, not that again, Wes Anderson is still being creative with those resources, but there's plenty of directors who are like, oh, I did these really creative, intelligent thought. Like I had to really think about how to do it, and I did it well. Films. And then people acknowledged it and like, hey, you're really good at that. Now let's give you all these resources where you don't have to do that anymore. Mm-hmm. And then they move on and do stuff that you becomes less interesting to me. And I think that not all the time. That's I think not that the formula, but if we're you sticking to Wes Anderson, I think that he is taking all of those things that were brilliant and that were smart in that. I think that with the resources, it, the natural thinking is to be like, how can I take that and do it in a way that is that is, yeah. I think, different. Sure. And is more unique. I mean, I'm with you. I, I would like to see him yeah. do something like that. I just don't under, I just think that as an artist, you're never going to go back and no, say, hey, I, let's prove that I did this thing. Oh, that no, I no. Did. It's Instead very unlikely. I think it would be would noble. Would like to see it, though. Noble. Would be noble. Noble AF. <laughs> yes. And I, mean, I just, I think it's, you can't, like, definitely Ugh. can't say he's not doing or many of them don't do the same thing over and over again mm. with those resources. But are they doing the noble thing? They're not. They these these directors today. They yeah. have lost Ign- their nobility. Ignoble. <laughs> I don't know if that's the opposite of noble. All right. Oh, wow, that's that that quite that. a sidebar there. <laughs> um Widows is the movie that we However, we're Widows. About. <laughs> All right. Um I we want to know what you thought about it. Yeah. I for me, it felt like it did not play to a crowd that would like heist movies. It did not play to a crowd that 
likes things that are it it seemed to not go for anything and leave everybody a little flat yeah and i i don't think it didn't leave me flat i thought it was impressive and you're right it doesn't play to traditional heist crowds uh though i think it's a refreshing take on a heist movie with really really impressive performances all right widows we did it we did it uh, I think later this month we're going to talk about Christmas movies as a whole. I'd yeah. love to do that. Do this is fun. where we work out what we're talking about. Yeah, we're going to have some fun the theme shows coming up for you and some more individual films. And we'll, we'll do probably out. do like a best of the year. Oh, yeah. I love a good. Oh, man. Yeah, so I've well. already started assembling my best of the year. Yeah. Love it. I'm seeing The Grinch tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and Wreck It Ralph. I'm going. I'm going wow. for two tonight. That's impressive. Um. All right. Thank you for listening. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for and making it through. Joy going to movies. Uh, Cinebuzz is produced by Tyrone Miller. We get handcrafted sonic inspiration from the License Lab. Ooh. Our theme song is from Milwaukee musician Brett Newski. Das Newsk. We also get help from Associated Bank. Support from Associated Bank. We get support from members from Milwaukee Film. And from 88.9 Radio Milwaukee. And from you. Thank you. We love you. Yeah, thanks so much for listening. <laughs>